out and then was trying to make me invite me. Nigga, I am me. The fuck? I'm like... I'm like, wait, what's going on? Then they try to pair me with all these people. I'm like, I don't know these niggas. Yeah. Like, what? Crazy. Super glitch. What's up, Posse? What's going on? Nothing, Nathan. So, oh. Today felt like Monday. Listen. It definitely does. But I thought it was Wednesday. It should have been Wednesday. Wednesday it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Well, it should have been yeah. Wednesday. No, it should have been fucking Friday. That would have been great. Right. <sighs> well, welcome to season eight. Yay, season eight. Season eight of So What Patreon B. All right. So, clearly, we are enjoying this book. We are, because Kiki almost finished it today. Listen, I'm just well, I have the Audible, so it's really hard to. I guess it's it's easier to read when you have your plan and you're doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so you just, yeah. I guess you don't have to use me and Casey to gauge where you need to stop at. Um. Well, she calls out the chapters on the Audible book. Then your ass need to pump your brakes, then. But. Right. But chapter one, like on mm-hmm. the heading, like chapter one is like chapter one and two. Oh, is is two and one on the other? Right. right. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, you just be quiet until we catch up. I guess. Oh yeah, of course, of course. I want to. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, what do we want to start with? Um, we are reading. Confessions of a Video Vixen, um, the book, the 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 what is this? Soft by, copy by, by Superhead by Superhead, aka um, Video Girl, aka used to be a stripper. Now she ain't no more. Um, and her name is Corinne Stephens. Um. But you know, her name in the book was also Esther. Huh? Was it Esther or something like that? Esther or something? Wasn't it like, uh, what is it, Lizette or something like that? Yeah, wasn't it like Yazette or some shit like that? Yeah, it was Yazette that she was going by. Uh oh. Um. But she's interesting. So, like I was telling y'all in text, I thought she was just like a basic um, video girl turn. I just fuck with these rappers now, and that's how I get ahead and I get in videos. But that's not the thing at all. And then I didn't even know she, her family was like Caribbean at all. Yeah, that explains a lot. Sometimes that could be trauma within itself because <laughs> Caribbean families can be hella toxic. And um, they can. And her mom, they don't. This is why Caribbean families can be hella toxic because a lot of like my mom generation and her mother, they don't, they didn't believe in therapy or they didn't believe in like talking about your feelings or anything like that. And I feel like her mom in this book had her own, uh, trauma experiences growing up 
um, when she talked about the whole skin complex and shit. And mm-hmm. I feel like she was taking it out on um, Corinne when she was a little girl up until well, Well, you remember in the book, she said that her mom was the youngest of seven. Yeah. Her mom, her mom's parents were the only ones that were married. So out of she used to throw that in her face. Yeah, so like, so no, the the siblings used to always throw that in her face, but like they they all like their mom, like everybody in town and her parents treated her differently. Mm-hmm. Like they treated her with favor. Because she was light skinned and her, and she wasn't a bastard child like the rest of the <clears throat> siblings. Right. Um. Which that gave me like a, a a flashback of me, where like I was always like the butt of the joke because my dad was old, and my mm-hmm. comeback with my brothers was always well. At least I know my daddy, and I live with my daddy, and he could come pick me up. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Because my because my mom, that's the only. My dad was the only dad um, that she married. Out mm. of all of them, and what's so crazy yeah. now? My my favorite brother, his his real dad biologically is like chilling at his house all week this week, up from Jamaica, and like they're spending time together, which he has never done. Like um, when he was younger, he was like a friend of one of my uncles. And he would come by the house, but he didn't know for sure if that was, if he was his dad. So, like, now they know for sure. And he, in his 40s, meeting his uh, brothers, and he has a sister in Jamaica that's, like, a year older than me, which is weird. <clears throat> and, wow. you know, it's, it's, it's life, nigga. <laughs> it's life. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, let's do chapter to chapter. So, just in case somebody listening, they ain't lost. All right. So, um, in case if you have more notes on what I'm going over, just or Kiki, pull it in. So the intro um, is called "No Shame in My Game," and this is why where me and Casey was like, "Why is this bitch on the floor starting this shit on the floor of Mister mm-hmm. um, Child's and shit?" Right. Um, she was talking key, after reading it. I kind of wanted to go to L.A. and then when I do go to L.A., I kind of want to go to Mr. Childs. Right. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that, too. <laughs> she, um, she was talking, at the beginning, she was talking about she reached most of her goals by sex, which I felt like was honest. Um, mm-hmm. She said that she had an abusive mom and her father wasn't around. So I was like, okay, girl, you about to give us a head warning of what we're about to get into. And right. um, that's what she was talking about, how she went from being a stripper to a video girl to superhead. And so chapter one starts, and it's called Death and Life. So I'm thinking, okay, somebody died. That's why she, you know, in her feelings at Mr. Child's having basically seizures. Um, and that's why she was like, she goes by Yazette. And she was talking about her first movie on Man Apart. So I had to think, because I watched that movie plenty of times, I'm just like, damn, that was her. But I haven't watched it. Oh, it's, it's a good movie. But I feel like because her part wasn't that big, you really couldn't say like if she's, she was a great actor or not. But she, to me, it, it, I didn't see her as, oh, she don't know what she's doing. So 
I said, that's pretty good for like one of your first movies. So then chapter two comes in. It's called Sins of a Mother. <clears throat> Girl, <clears throat> this shit. She said she hated her mom. That her yep. mom it, um um Josephine, which is my grandmother's name. So <laughs> I mean, her mom sounded terrible. Listen, no. um, yeah. I was like, What's up with your phone? Where, where did you no, go? I had an alarm. My alarm went oh. off, so it took me out. Let me make sure it's not gonna go off again. Alarm. To tell me to record. Okay. Um, she said her mama was basically the town hoe. <laughs> Uh, yeah. her her pussy was a revolving door for all the men in town and everybody talked about her mom but always um, would tell her how pretty she was or how she much like her dad or whatever um, mm-hmm. she grew up in and then Saint her mom Thomas. was sleeping with everybody else's man listen I'm just like damn she ain't got no pics um, she talked about um, the light skin complex shit um, and <clears throat> from what I read, I felt like her mom was unhappy with herself and abused her because her father didn't want her. I think I think her mom knew she fucked up with her dad, and because her dad moved on and it wasn't with her, she took it out on her. Also, see, I didn't get that. See, I didn't get that. What I got from her was that her mom was jealous of her. Yeah. Because her mom was because her mom used to be the center of attention, and then when she came along, she got all the attention, not her mom anymore. That's why she will always make her feel ugly or tell her, "No, she's not cute." Exactly, um, and the thing and the thing with her dad was, her dad wanted to be around Corinne, but not her mother because her mother was basically just a one night stand for him. Hmm. And she was like, "Why, why he want to be with, why he want to be with child, but not be with me?" Like a lot of mamas. So I don't, right. So I don't ever. I don't think it was her. Her mom had light skin issues. Her mom, well, her mom did have light skin issues. Yeah. But but it weren't the issues that we feel like she was getting traumatized for. It mm-hmm. was she was put on this high ass pedestal for so long, and then when her daughter came around. She dropped she down. She, she right. She she not that she not that girl no more. Mm. Mm, I got that she wanted her to be like her. Mm. Like mm. I felt like she didn't really like who Corinne was as a person because she felt in her mind that Corinne thought that she was better than her, or she could be doing better as a mom instead of chasing after these men. Which was facts, bitch. You should be focused right. on being a mom and not chasing after men that don't want you. Like when when Kareem was like, um, when she was hiding and how her mom was like grabbing onto that man's arm and he dipped anyway. I'm just like, bitch, how desperate do you have to be to tell all of your kids to go in like one bed or move over so you can fuck? Right. Oh. Um. But also, like, you have to think about it when this book was written and how old Corinne is, because she was born in the 70s. So back yeah. then, in it the mid-70s, it's not even that. Like, 
women were conditioned like you're not you ain't shit unless you marry. So like you got but, kids but you're not married? But do you think she her mom wanted to be married? I think her mom did want to be married, but like she couldn't keep a nigga long enough to go on a second date with her. So they knew her ass had issues. Right. Like I don't think she knew what it took to be married. She just wanted to have somebody around. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of people aren't fit to be married and a lot of people aren't fit to be in relationships and a lot of people aren't fit to be parents, but if you get that beaten into you for so many years and then once you reach age that I have to get married, I have to have kids, you would be willing to do any and everything to get to that goal because, again, as a woman, that was beaten into you that you ain't shit unless you marry and you got children. Mm-hmm. And I feel like how we're looking at it, like how we're looking at it now, we're looking at it through the lenses of now versus the lenses of back in those days. Not making an excuse for it, but we also yeah. have to see what the underlying issue is. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> um, Karen talked about her grandmother, how her grandmother was like her living angel, which most kids, when their parents ain't shit, usually their go-to person is their grandma. Um, my thing is like, how do you have a child you refuse to love, but don't want anyone else to love them either? Jealousy. My, how disgusting do you have to be? Because she want Corinne to be like her. Like, I think that's what her mother is with her. Like, she wanted her to be miserable, just like she was miserable. I mean, but mm. you know, misery loves company. Mm. So any miserable person wants to be everybody else to be miserable around them. So. Yeah, but I think that that was her issue with Corinne. But then also she had two other daughters that she treated like gold. Yeah, I didn't understand. That. I didn't understand that. We got two messages. Let me play them. Good evening. Good evening. Good I was evening. jealous telling people about this book, Confessions of a Video Vixen. Yes. That's a with Superhead, right? Yeah. I read that book when it came out. I think I was like sixteen at the time, and I'm like, what the hell? So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to hear people talk about it because people heard of the book, but a lot of people haven't read that book. And it ain't as glamorous as they think that it is. They hear confessions and video vixen and they think, oh, this shit about to be fire. It's like, it's kind of really depressing. But yeah, shout out to the whole panel. How is everybody doing? Um, Shout out to y'all for even having a book club. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely going to stick around and follow y'all off of GP. But I'm still going to be here listening. Thank you. Oh, I love it. We appreciate it. Yeah, this yeah, book man, is really... I, I really thought it was about to be like, and I sucked this dick, and I sucked this Listen. dick, and then they had a threesome, and they were in train on me, and let me tell you who was in the room, but it's not that. Right. Like, Ja Rule yeah. in my eye and gave me yeah. two Like, I, was, I thought it was going to be something like that, but, like, no. Like, it's none of that. Well, it's, for now. It's, it's really just giving people a backstory on how she got where she got. Mm-hmm. and then you know what so side note as I read this book so you know when this book came out she did an interview on Tyra, on the Tyra Banks show and 
the clip is floating around like on social media, so you could probably get it on like maybe like YouTube or something like that. But Tyra said, I read your book. And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, so what made you want to write all these stories about these men and how they degraded you? Like, you don't love yourself? Like, Tyra went in on this woman. What? I gotta yeah. look at that. And then, like, <laughs> as, I'm re- and, uh, as I'm reading the book and as I'm thinking about that clip, I'm like, well, damn, Tyra, bitch, did you even read the book? I don't think she read the book. I think she was just judging her. And, and because I, the book was out at the time, she was just it was just like a hot topic. <laughs> Yeah, I think she was just going by hearsay, not like actually like what she, what she read. Because there ain't no way you can read just the beginning of what we just read and be like, how dare you? You should be ashamed of yourself. Like, you definitely didn't read this shit. Right. Mm, we got one more message. My girlfriend broke up with me. No. She said, if somebody... A guy punched me in the face. Would you fight him to defend my honor? I'm like, fuck no. Let me see if he punched you in your face. He's not going to care about my face, you know? I don't get it. So she gets all mad. You know? And like, 10 minutes ago, she just left. Like, it don't make sense. Like, you know what I mean? I don't go to the gym. And if if the guy punched you in the face, you had to do something that was terrible to get punched in the face, right? You know, I thought we was all equals. You know what I mean? No, wrong answer. Wow. Very much so. She said it broke up. Yeah. Okay, first things first. Why would she ask you that out the blue? And if she actually had out the blue and y'all wasn't doing anything related or wasn't a situation about that, I think she was just fishing for a reason to break up with you anyway. Um, Third, um, My goddamn mama. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. she calling you? Yeah, but I just talked to her. Hold on. <clears throat> she had to clear the throat for her mama. Can you? <laughs> Shut up! Um, so, uh, so, I was on my third point. So, my third point is there is no reason no, no, a, a male today does not need a reason to punch a woman in the face. He don't even need a reason to shoot a woman because wasn't it like four months ago a man in Atlanta shot a woman that was with her boyfriend on a date because she would not give him the number? The the thing is, you could have said this, and and my exes have said this: the ones that can't fight but carry carry them them things. Mm-hmm. If if a man came to me and punch me in the face and I would I would say what would you do and their response would be I would shoot him period and wouldn't it be you no know, what did she do and wouldn't it be you no know, this because you shouldn't be putting your hands on nobody it, it has nothing to do with if you have a vagina or a dick but because they know that they can't fight they're not about to fight nobody but at the same time your answer could have been I'm not about to fight somebody that will punch you in the face, but I might handle it. And then y'all could have went on from there. But just to be like, there had to be a reason why he did it. It don't have to be a reason why why she did it. And that's just for future reference. I mean, no shade. It's not like neither one of them wanted to be with each other because of the answer that he gave and the question that she asked him. So Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. Like, <clears throat> you don't care about her. Because if that was your response and you questioning her, 
like she did anything wrong. Like she shouldn't have to defend herself against somebody else if that's your lady and you care about her. Hmm. What is going on? Okay, I think I want to play this message, but I don't know. Who is Bertha? Big okay, Bertha. Let's, let's let's play this because I don't know if he on point or he off topic. How about let's talk about that everybody ain't meant to be parents though. That too. That's that's the real tea. I don't even know if y'all what book or movie or what y'all talking about. But the bottom line is everybody that is parents uh, or or birth a child or help birth in a child doesn't mean that they are a parent or supposed to be. And I think that causes a lot of trauma and generational curses. Yes, because no, I know, so like he's right about that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know this is a fictional movie, but. A bitch just watched Cruella last night, and now yes, I understand man. why she's like. Did you watch that movie? Yeah, I've been watching it. I watched it when it came out. Oh my out. god, it's so good! I can't believe Disney it is did good. that. I love it. Um, a lot of people don't like it, but I liked it. I liked it. What is it about? It's it's, it's about, about a bad parent. It's no, it's about Cruella the villain, <laughs> how she became who she was. Mm, it so sounds they, mentally disturbing. It's not, mental, it's not mentally. It's not. It's not mentally it's not deserving. Mentally disturbing. But it's it's kind of like this book. Like it's Disney. Oh, like it's, Disney not gonna give you too much, but yeah, they gave you enough with that one. Yeah, like so. Basically, this woman that was an asshole to people had a baby, and again, starving for attention, hated the fact that the dad was so excited about it. He got sick. He died off. She had the baby and she basically told somebody to get rid of the baby. The way that the person got rid of the baby was giving it to somebody who was caring who took the baby off and raised it like it was her own. Then when she got into some binds and some trouble, she came back to the lady whose baby actually was that was very well off and asked for help and the lady basically murdered her. But the actual little girl who didn't know who this lady was saw what happened and she thought she was the reason for her mom dying. She grew up and she started working for this bitch. Come to realize that the bitch is her actual mom. It's such a good movie. It's so good. And th- and not to mention the fashions. Like Yes. The fashions, the the uh just like the time of it and even like the people who she was like friends and became family with. Like it's really good. You should watch it. Bitch, my favorite outfit was that garbage truck outfit. Thanks. I was like, look at this train of dresses. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we are so off topic. <laughs> right. But um for Casey, we are reading um Confessions of a Video Vixen, the book with Corinne Stephens, who is just she's not it's not a book of dicks and tricks. It's a book of like how she became who she is and what her upbringing was like and that's what we're discussing but that is true a memoir if you will yeah I feel like her mother should have never been a mother she should have been one of them barren women that could not have children not to be mean but to be exact she was she was that type of woman that should not be able to have kids so I'm gonna say this and I don't know how people are gonna feel about this and then like you know you have your own right to your own opinion and I definitely understand that but I mean if Texas is trying to regulate bitches coochies they need to regulate it on that shit and not on like yes. if you're able to be a well off mother or not and not if you should be able to have an abortion or not yes 
Because this is my thing with Texas. Again, a little off topic, but on topic. If you so against abortion, how can you then be against um, government assistance? Because a lot of people who have abortions is not because, ooh, okay, like getting an abortion today. Hmm, what clinic do I want to... It's not that. It's I'm in no position to care for a child provide for a child give a child a bright upbringing or I'm not in the right situation I would like to be or I already have too many kids already and I'm in a hole I need to go ahead and get this done and they do it why take that away from them and be like but we're not giving you no help you're already capped at what we can do and watch people suffer so it's kind of like are y'all trying to have more homeless people and children that don't have good parents or a, a good upbringing like what is what is the sole purpose of this shit in my opinion I feel like that they should be pushing birth control on men thank you Sorry. but they're not going to do that because you know the law wakers are white men white oh, men I, I from understand the... that they're not going to do that I'm saying that's, that's what they should be doing white men born in the 50s and 60s my It's just like I just need Florida and Texas to be like on its own space. <laughs> like uh, they be on some other shit. They be on some other shit. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of parents don't need to be um with kids. He's got another message. Yeah, I don't think Tyra read that book either. If that was, if she read the book, she wouldn't even get to the part of the sexual uh, escapades, it'll be like, let's start at the beginning. Like, yeah. it was a lot of abuse. And I think I read that book, shit, 15 years ago? And the shit that stood out to me was the, um, I think the bathroom scene where with Coogee Rap. And it was kind of disheartening because as a hip-hop head, you know, I always coveted Coogee Rap as one of like the pioneers, especially with lyricism and motifs and all of that. But he always had, you know, stories of being abusive and reading it just was like, what the hell was going on? And I think, yeah, Tyra did not read the book, if that's what she got from the book. Thanks. Right. Agreed. All right. So was that chapter two? Okay. So chapter three. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, play the other batch. Yeah, that's um, when I started um, college, y'all. <laughs> oh five. Yeah. I was. Um, Two thousand five. Yeah. I was what twenty one. I started college in two thousand five, and I graduated oh nine. Two thousand five. I was twenty one. Those are the days. Those are the days. I was a freshman in high school. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> I was able to drink legally. Where? Huh? Oh yeah, you you were at twenty one. Yes, you are at twenty one. Yeah, I was able to legally drink. Okay. <laughs> I was, you know, we're not about to talk about me. We're about to confess my sins. <laughs> um, <clears throat> chapter I mean, three. I was. I mean, I, I was still buying liquor. My god. Were we? Oh, I wasn't buying liquor, but I was sure sipping on something when I wasn't supposed no, to. I was buying some, so I was buying some from like the corner store because you know, bitch, I grew up in Miami, so I went to the hood and got my shit. Yeah, and they ain't fucking just, care. They just want to make sure your money right. Right. Um, 
Chapter three is called Flower Um uh, Off Bloom The Bloom, I think. Um and it was talking about Charlene, who was a fucking harlot hoe that I wanted to beat oh, her God. ass because she's so, she not she is not a friend. She is one of them hoes that be trying to win favors of boys in the hood by bringing them bitches that they can run over on. So this is the thing that got me about Corinne in this book. Ugh. You kept saying like in, in certain chapters like this, you were saying like I ain't had nobody, I ain't had a friend. She didn't know what a friend just, was. It was just me. It was just me. And then you turn around and then call people like, "Oh, this is my best friend." Yes. Oh, I yeah. oh, I went and I slept at a friend's house when I ran away. It was oh, people using her. I did that with a friend, and I was just kind of like, "Were they your friends, or were they just like people that you knew?" She didn't know. She didn't know what that was like because she was like the other guy that she would be at his house. Basically, sometimes she would give him head. Girl, I don't give none of my male friends head. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Um, Y'all not that close. Listen. Uh, this is the part where she was raped multiple times in a room mm-hmm. of people, which was mm-hmm. fucking crazy to me. Um, I, yes, I felt like Charlene set her up. Um, she did. She was fucking terrified to go home because we knew who her mom was. Um, And then when she got home, how her mom beat her ass in front of that lady who was a social worker. Oh, yeah. The the girl. Charlene's mom. mom. So my thing is like, again, for for Charlene's mom, how the fuck you a social worker and you don't know your your daughter out here just being a, a vicious bitch. She was off. She was an off-duty social worker. That's crazy. Um, yeah, her mom was in shit. I was like, dog, she gotta leave. Like, I understand the runaway. I understand it. When that, I was so when... blow reading that chapter, like I wanted to, I, I, I low key was disgusting, wanted to shed a tear. Like, really, like y'all sat there while this girl got raped. Yes. And then she come, and then the fact that she got raped, and she's more scared of going home. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she ain't doing anything home. else. And that, and then the way that the they both had to get away from those boys, they had a, they had to make up. Yes, that's crazy. So, um, when they, when they, when they, when he, when, <laughs> when this fool went in the bathroom and got soap for lube, I was floored. I was livid, and then he had her hold her, hold her legs. I cringed. That's crazy. Listen, you. I, well, I don't know if you know, but I've had my younger days of using motherfucking dial soap on my privates and learning lessons, hard lessons. I couldn't imagine that shit. Girl, I I can't either. But you know, being young and gay and don't know any better. Imagine putting scented lotion on your ass. No. Exactly. And not no. just on your ass, inside your asshole. No. That shit burns. No. Soap burns. Oh my god. I felt so bad for her. Um. Okay, let me play some of these messages. Oh, we got a lot. Damn. Yeah, we do. I'm gonna share this with y'all. Um. So, my last relationship, I was dating this guy. And things got really rough. And 
you know, I talked to my best friend, and this is the wisest shit I feel like as relationship-wise somebody ever told me. I, I, I was talking to my best friend, and I was just like, girl, like, little do he know he's still a guy and I'm a guy, so, like, we can go at it. And she's just like, no, that's not smart, number one. And then, two, uh, I think, which makes sense, if you love somebody and you truly love them, you, you don't put your hands on people that you love and care about. It don't matter what they do. It don't matter what they say, how they upset you. That's just something that you don't do. And I also come to realize and learn in life that hurt people hurt people. So if you are hurt that much where you feel like you got to put your hands on somebody, you need help. Mm. Yes, that's a fact. Yeah. Agreed. Like I told, okay. like, like real shit. I told you. I said, if it ever gets to a point where I feel like I need to actually physically hurt you, that we don't need to be together. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am single with a child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, safety first. It just makes sense. Yeah. All right. So we got. You still got my knife, Kiki, don't you? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. That knife. Where, where is that knife? Mm-hmm. I need you to find it. I think it's in my uh, nice stain drawer. No, girl, you good. <laughs> I got I got one in my car and I got a um a police baton in my car too. Well, mm. I got a gun. So Yes. Come on. I mean I need that. I still need to go shopping for one. That sucks. So. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Get it done. Okay, we got I know before they tell me I can't get it because I'm not back. Right? No. And he'd be like, Oh, are you with, with her? Like, no. Uh no, I don't know this lady. Or if she get knocked out, I'll probably lay down next to her and you know, get back up like about? when she wake up and like, Oh yeah, to finish your honor. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Uh, but I'm not about to Sacred. Sacred. Maybe you just you... need to be sing- he need to be single. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? Or maybe you just haven't found the one yet. In the words of Kaya, next caller. <laughs> what? Here's my thought in theory. I feel like uh, this country is very corrupted. Um, I feel like women should have the right to make decisions about their bodies and what they want to do. Um you know, it, it seems like every time, as a country, every time we take one step forward, we take ten steps back. And um, it, it's just really sad, but I think that's just really the reality of it, that uh, this country is somebody, is a country that don't really care. It's all about the benefit of the government and not really the benefit for the people. Um, which is which is very very concerning, and uh, regardless of what you all believe in politics, I think it's important to know who we're voting for to make these kind of decisions. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But contrary to popular belief, I mean, like America isn't the only country that like shits on women's rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other countries, there's just a lot of women. What was, I don't know what country it was, was, but didn't they just allow women to drive? Like, there's a lot of countries really just starting to give women slightly, oh, yeah, we'll allow you to do this type of right. So, 
Texas just ain't it. A lot of shit ain't it. True. Facts. Okay. (laughs) um, Chapter four, which is sad also, called On the Run. Christmas Mm -hmm. was fucked up. Her mom purposely didn't get her anything for Christmas. Oh my god. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Like, what? That was so heartbreaking. Like, yeah, like the shit that she was talking about. Like, she walked in the room and like her little sisters were opening gifts. Mm -hmm. And nobody acknowledged her. Her mom was snapping pictures of her. Nobody said good morning, hi, cat, rat dog, nothing to her. Like, nobody said shit to her. Crazy. Um, uh, how she told like her dad's side of the family what how she was and who she was and how they just took that judgment that was crazy. Um, this chapter she talked about seeking older men, um, running away. Mm-hmm. I really again got the levels that Charlene is not her friend, and I was like, "Girl, stop talking to this bitch." Um, right. And. When at the end, when she was like, she was at the police uh, place and she, they was like, well, your dad is here. Do you want um, us to call him? And she was like, yes. My whole thing, when that chapter ended, I was like, does her dad want her? Because yeah. he had to know how shitty her mom was and to leave your child with her. I, I had in my head like, damn, I hope her dad wants her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think her dad always wanted her. It was just like her mom. I guess her mom kept her hanging over her dad's head. Like, I'm not gonna let you talk to him because he doesn't want to be with me. Mm. A lot of women do that still. Don't forget to check out Let's Shop Bed on Teespring. I'll put the link in the bio. Now back to this book. Because also, you know, like when she went to her dad's, her dad was on her open arms. Hmm. <sighs> and like had her on an allowance and kind of was like, mm-hmm. you know, pampering her and stuff like that, buying her bag, clothes, getting her hair done, her nails done. Mm-hmm. But then the shit starts when everybody's like, mm-hmm. I need a place to stay, nigga. Mm. You my okay. daddy too. So that's the great escape. So mm-hmm. um, it just, it doesn't tell, say how the transition happened, but she ends up yeah. um, with, with meeting Fuji. No. After. Yeah, yeah, after, but at the beginning, it starts off like she's at her dad's house. But it's mm-hmm. a new type of stress and new type of issues um, because he has more kids and he has his new girlfriend mm-hmm. and it's stress on that because income-wise, he's struggling. So um, I just feel like the shit that he had patience for, he no longer had patience. So that's what he was dealing with with her and then she was a bit older. So she ran away and she talked about how her dad had a rule, you know, once you leave, you can't come back. Most mm-hmm. island, most island parents are like this. Um, she had older boyfriends. She she met Cool G Rap, and he liked being called daddy. Red flags. 
flag on the play, ma'am. But she ain't no. no. Let's 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 talk about how she really met Cool G Rap. She met Cool G Rap because she was Being at a, a booking at his house. Yeah. Being a stripper. And who 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 be like, okay, I want this stripper to stay. You about to be my wife. Sir, I was just tired and I fell asleep here. I need to go away. <laughs> like, what are you it's talking not even, about? It's not even that because Kuji, because Kuji is very, very. I, I get the sense that he's very pre- predatorial, yeah. and he can sense when he I has don't know no better leverage. Exactly, control. he got his, he got his prey. Mm-hmm. So he said <sighs> that in Korean. He was like. Mm, gonna marry me and I'm gonna abuse the fuck out of you. Crazy. Madness. Okay. So that happens. Um, what else happened? I, I put being wifed up off one night of dancing. She's ends up in an abusive relationship. Ta-da. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about how And she was she, 17. Yes, yes, she, yes, she lied. Young. She had a fake. She lied about her that, age. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was twenty-one. Right, and I'm just like, oh, my, like, this shit is crazy. Um, she um talked about how G, that's what she called, him, was training her to be a woman because she ain't no shit. And I was like, okay, this is not about to end well at all. Um, at all. And so we get into. Hold on, we got a new message. <clears throat> Hold on. Okay, first and foremost, we do not live in a country or a nation. We live in a corporation. True. It's right. a big difference. It's a business. This is the United States of America. We have states. We have the District of Columbia, which is not a state. It's an occupation. And they take their orders from England and the Queen and Rome and the Vatican. So we have to trace all of these powers that be to tell us what to do here in America. We do not live in a nation or a country. We live in a corporation. That's why we have CEOs and presidents and vice presidents of a corporation, United States Corporation. And you can look all of these things up. Thank you for that education, sir. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is true. It is very true. Okay, so chapter six, last chapter that we read, um, the beginning of the end. Oh, this shit was a shit show from the beginning it really to the end. It really pissed me off because she made this man a state and he still was going to put her out. Like, bitch, make your own fucking state crazy i was like i was like just mad the fact that treated the fact that he cracked her ribs and she couldn't breathe and then he was like somebody call call 911 sir you just did this and the fact that that nurse still covered it for him yeah the fact that that nurse knew like he's lying tell me like if he's doing something you know i'll help you and she didn't take that out um she talked about stockholm syndrome which is crazy um but it's a real thing she talked about mm-hmm. being pregnant by this negro which i was pissed off about 
And um, listen, she said she was pregnant by him several times, and she had a bunch of abortions, and she had a few abortions and some miscarriages. And miscarriages, yeah. And my thing was, I was like, so why are you praying that if you have a baby by him, you're gonna leave him? I I didn't get that, but again, I'm not. I've never been in that situation, and I'm not a woman, so I don't know how that will make me want to. How that will make me want to leave. Because let me tell you something. Having a child on it a little bit. Oh, go ahead, Chantal. You think she what? I think that she touched on it a, a little bit because, the, like, her having a child um, would motivate her, like, to get out of this situation because apparently she wasn't enough. Okay, so she I, that she did say something about that. She said she yeah. finally had somebody to love, and she didn't right. need him at the end. He was mm-hmm. finally removed. So my thing is like a lot of as a mom, having a child with somebody will tie you to that fool forever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be intimate. It doesn't have to be. Oh my God, I got to live in that house forever. They got to live in my forever. But as far as like contact, emergencies, um, anything court wise, even leaving the country, you, as long as that birth father is alive and well, do they know that you're trying to leave the country with this child? Like, so because she didn't know any better, I guess she felt like that was her out. But really, that was like her attachment financially to make sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, because she didn't have shit, and if she would have left, because when he th- threatened to put her out, she was like, where is she going to go? And he was like, the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. So basically, so basically, she needed something to give a fuck about because she didn't give a fuck about herself. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Because if, if she didn't have a child, she probably would have ended up you know, dead after all the beatings and abuse. So her well, she did, her it did say that she did overdose. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far, this book is very That's interesting. Sad. Very sad. Um, but it's it's like, now I get what she was saying at the beginning where she wrote this for like other young women at the beginning to, mm-hmm. to just Bitch, don't do what I did. And yeah, you might have seen me in this video or this movie or whatever, and you see me with these people, but this is actually what was going on at the time. Right. Like, bitch, I ain't got it all. Yeah. And one thing I will say with these Instagram women and BBL trends and all of this shit, they now are hip to the fact that they don't have to go the long way because I feel like this is a long way of getting money they could just be on their phones to get money. They can just, you know, get on the app and get money. They don't have to physically put themselves in danger like this long-term with people that will do this shit. But sex trafficking is a thing now. Um, You know, people setting you up like that Charlene girl is still a thing now. Look at that girl, um, that young girl that, you know, was dead in the freezer at a restaurant or a hotel and all them people was having a party and shit and her friend knew more of what happened and ain't say shit. Like, you just gotta know who people are and especially when you on your own and you young and you ditzy and you don't know shit. You don't know what a real friend is. You don't have no 
nobody that's really making sure you on the up and up. You might find yourself in some shit like that. Yeah. But then also you have to think about it like your parents your your parent was like you never had a parent that actually give a fuck about you so mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true or their parents just gave up on them yeah like the person that brought you in this world that laid down and like you are actually like you came out of them you're a part of them and that person does not give two shits about you how's that supposed to make you feel as a person dog you know what I didn't talk about that I was pissed off about her mom telling her to hold them fucking books on her head mm, yeah and her grandmother came home and found her mm-hmm. I said this bitch I just didn't understand why she kept going back to that house I just like I'd rather be in a shelter But a lot of shelters back then were shisty too. Or, I mean, shelters um, are still shisty. They are still shisty, but being that she out there in the middle of nowhere and she going to a homeless shelter, I can imagine what's out there. Because even out there now, all that's out there is sex trafficking, drug trafficking, and prostitution. What, in Arizona? Huh? In Phoenix? In Arizona, yeah, that that part, all you see them people on drugs, hard drugs, or they That's barely. They, but it's <laughs> it's really prominent there because they really shit to do. Yeah, in the damn desert. I, I, I go I, hiking. Ooh, and I was on TikTok, completely off topic, but on topic. I was on TikTok, and it was showing how they got all this property and land and acres for sale for like fifteen hundred dollars. In Where? New Mexico. In New Mexico. Bitch, I'm moving. I just like fifteen hundred dollars. It is hot as fuck in New Mexico. But that's good for is. you could flip that so so fast if somebody wanted to buy it for some shit, something else. Oh. But yeah. It's a it's an interesting book. Um if you have it read along. I just um think, yeah, that was brutal. That was that was terrible. But I wonder how he felt whenever she basically exposed him. Ooh, yeah, and he ain't even cute. He ain't not. girl. They they never cute. It's always the ones that want to be abusive. That, that they don't even have their shit popping like that at all. I had, I had to Google that nigga because I was like, what does this nigga even look like? Right. Uh, we got messages. Shout out to everyone that's on the set and here Come in the stereo boys. world. Mr. Casey, I definitely will follow you. Hope you don't mind doing the same. Same for you, Kai. Kitty. I definitely will follow you. And it will really appreciate if uh, you don't mind doing the same for me. And of course, the OG. It's so good to hear your voice you know, tonight. She gets it pod. What's up? Telling you this, you have a lot of words of wisdom, and I appreciate, appreciate your style, the way that you do things. The title: Confessions of a Video Vixen. <laughs> of course, Boy. shout out to the listeners as well. So, what are we discussing? Because I know that's probably not the discussion right now. It is. Let's get it. By the way, 
always you receive your roses and your flowers. I believe in full respect of a woman. Facts. That's the executive, y'all. He is the voice. Okay. He is the voice. Because he yes. sounds like he belongs on like the <laughs> late night storm. Yes. <laughs> yes. I be trying to tell him. All right. So um You got a radio on. voice. He do. He do. He has a radio he needs to do uh, ASMR videos. Yes, <laughs> on TikTok or um, just read stories and clips for people. Yeah, That's, like, I told okay, him that. Okay, so like, so like, um, there's an app called the Calm app, and mm-hmm. they have like different people reading stories, like mm-hmm. nighttime stories to people, and their voices are very calming, very relaxing. Like Kelly Rowland had um, read a story one time. They had one by Tabitha Brown. There's mm. so many different people on there that like have these real calming, relaxing voices. Like some people with like these British accents, mm-hmm. which I love. Like Mr. Executive, you need to look into that. Mm. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Y'all know that what? um the black um the black Power Ranger with the fucked up hairline. Oh, you saw him getting an extra lineup. Yeah. He looks like a complete different person. <laughs> Man, they had him fucked up for years. Okay, so we back to the show. I'll play Casey Come. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's also important to know who uh, your friends are, so-called friends yes. of people that you hang around with, because uh, a lot of times, even those so-called friends don't always have your best interests. Um, and not only that, but also I feel like it's very wise and important to know who you're having your child with, not just the father or the mother or whatever, but the family, you know, because I feel like you also have to realize, like, what if something happens to you? Where is your child going to go? What type of grandmother do this child have or grandparents or aunts or uncles or cousins? Will they be okay? Will they have a good, you know, possibly have the opportunity to have a good, successful future um, in the best life they could possibly have? So it's just something to kind of think about. I don't know what y'all think about it. I agree. kind of agree I think sometimes you really can't control like the extended family members and stuff but this is true but yeah but I yeah whatever I would I would I would want to look at their like to be honest I would want to like you know I can take a look at their like immediate family Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get too concerned about like their aunts and their uncles and their grandparents and stuff like Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to get too concerned about that I would probably Mm want to be more concerned with their parents and who their siblings are But then also, we got godparents. Yep, and and I feel like not everybody has siblings, you know. So you're so so you may not have aunt, uncle, or grandparents. No, not not aunt, uncle for your child. Like it's aunt, uncle for your mate. Uh Like siblings for your mate, which would be your child's aunt or uncle. No, like your your mates, aunts and uncles. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 
I got you. That's what, that's, what, that's what I mean by their extended family, not their immediate family. Like, I look at the immediate family, not their extended. Um, not not the child's soon-to-be immediate or extended family. Yeah. Because cause, cause, cause let's, let's just take the child out of the equation for a minute. I thought you were going to say more. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was waiting. I was ready. So I don't have a habit of doing that. I don't have a habit of doing that. Like, no, we're just going to take them out of the equation. And that was it. Oh, God. I'm That's like, all okay, I got. Child, what's next? <laughs> that was funny. What's up, y'all? What's I'm up? enjoying y'all little podcast. Keep it up. Blessings to all three of y'all. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> but you have to show respect to all women in this life. I truly believe the gateway, the bridge to a wonderful life is with a woman, through a woman. Mm-hmm. So I follow those that are listening as well. I followed everyone. And I hope you all don't mind doing the same. We all need to stick together as we uh, share our knowledge, share our laughter. Anything that's in a good positivity mindset that we have in this life, we need to share it. Hope you all have a good rest of the week. Prosperity and peace is something that we're trying to achieve every day of our lives. Let's go. Okay. I want to, I want to say amen after that. Yes. Okay. I really appreciate you all's words. Uh, I always tell people words availeth much, especially when it is in a positivity mindset. Yeah, I still work at the hospitals. I'm a phlebotomist and patient transport. I really want to take more time in, in making sure that I can complete my, my goal and journey of podcasts. And that's why I respect she gets applied so much because she walked that walk. Every time I, I see that she just gets better and better and everything always comes together. And so uh, I hopefully will get to that status one time in life. And I will never forget anyone that was there along the way. That's why I said uh, this world needs more laughter, more happiness. That's why I'm here. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so top us in that grind. Listen, <clears throat> as long as I ain't got no man, I'm gonna do what I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I tell people that's why we talking. That's why we be talking about rescheduling shit. I be like, man, we gotta run that through uh, Chantal because you know she's a professional podcast. We gotta run it through me, but oh, okay. Listen, nah, nah, we gotta run it through you, boss, because uh, you you be busy. <laughs> the thing is when you're in a group you can't act like only your life matters and I think that's what a lot of group podcasters forget and mm-hmm. life life gonna come up and so I think it's about just being flexible and adjusting but I tell people all the time, if I was in a relationship, I probably wouldn't be podcasting like this. 
I just got the time, and I don't believe in wasting my time. I believe in doing something with it. So, you know, here I am. But we will be back in two weeks. Um, Where's my paper? Y'all reading. Tell you what the chapters are. Let me go in my think room. I don't know what I want to do with this third room that I got. It can't be my office. office. It can't be my office because it's like a dead zone for the Wi-Fi. Oh. You got a third room. Um, let me see. Yes, you got a third room. Her nephew moved out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So I put the days. Oh, it's on my other calendar. Let me see. Let me go to the other room and look at the other calendar. Yes. So... Girl, get off of me. Uh-oh. You are watching TV. I'm not bothering you. Okay, so... I'm talking to my dog like that. <laughs> so, episode two, we will be going over chapters seven through eleven and stop after you read eleven. All right. Let me mark it my book now. So, um, two weeks from today, we'll record again here on Stereo at 8. I'll schedule it. And um, we all good in the hood. Next time we talk, my vagina will be closed. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Close for shop? Close the shop. I'm going to tell you. When are you getting, getting the surgery? On Thursday. As in, you got a ride and stuff. My brother gonna be my emergency person. <laughs> okay, but who's gonna take you and who's gonna bring you home? He he is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, Chrissy gonna get Anya, and then she'll have her till Friday afternoon, and then I'ma just be in the house. Are you gonna be with yeah, her dad? Cause, yeah, cause Chrissy love the kids. Yeah. So, yeah, my uh, my vagina gonna be a trick daddy slip and slide from that day on. No, buy coochie. Well, not buy coochie, but you know, buy um comfy couch. (laughs) Buy reproductive organs. Yes, goodbye, (laughs) farewell. Let us know how that goes and how you recover and stuff. Yeah, like so, my doctor was like, so he's like, some women the next day. They just up and they doing whatever they want and it's nothing. And then some women they just need like a couple of days. So I took off that Friday, but of course this goddamn job talking about it's on the waiting list. Whether I'm waiting or I'm not here, I'm not gonna be here. So you figure out what you need to do. Right. Because I already told y'all like I'm not coming in the day after like y'all bugging. So I think we'll still be talking to you during all that. Oh yeah, because you know me. You know I'm gonna record my next week's shows this weekend. So yeah, but yeah, but that's it. That's all I got. It was a good show. We had some good commenters come through. We did. I appreciate all the comments and stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure. If you want to find us, you can find us on IG at so what page we on B podcast. 
Um, hashtag. I said, su- I suggest um following on Twitter because <laughs> IG like to play games. Oh yes, IG acting like they ain't pay man. their their utility bill. So um, you can also find us on Twitter at So What Page You on Bid Podcast. Am at- I the only one that's not addicted to Instagram? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really addicted to it, but as far as like promoting, it's the best place to promote anything that you got because people are so visual people really don't read like that yeah instagram that's the thing instagram is visual and everything is just instant and then i don't have to read the caption to understand the gist of it i can look at the picture and just see what it is or a video but okay and then like double tap or comment and then move the fuck along yeah Mm -hmm. And then and the then, only time you really go through the comments and stuff is if you really want to like know additional information. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know, Instagram could just stay gone, and I think we'd be okay. Yeah, <laughs> but then I was people, like, well, people, people, people definitely would be so much there, better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, people would be so much better without IG. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a fashion over sent out a text talking about bitch. I, I, Instagram is down, but we got a prayer going on. <laughs> oh, Twitter was lit. Um, Twitter, Twitter was definitely chocolate. needs to bring their goddamn fleets back. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't know why they took those away, but um, I enjoy a good fleet. Yes, because <laughs> the girl. Oh. Listen, the Y'all girl didn't get the reference. Past- yeah, I walked past the mirror last night and I was like, okay, body. Like, but what is a fleet? Uh, I'm, I'm, you ain't I'm used the fleet on Twitter? It's basically a 24-hour... Um, it's an Instagram story on Twitter, basically. Yes, but only for 24 oh. hours and it disappears. But doesn't the Instagram do the same thing every 24 hours? Yeah. Yes, yeah. but there's no sitting pictures or anything that you can post unless you post it on your feed. But they took that off. So that was like giving you like a little a little IG taste on Twitter. Oh, I didn't even use those, but I saw them up there. And then you got to see who was snooping no matter where they snooping from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw the fleet. <laughs> I saw the nasty ones too. Listen. Listen. Like that bit like that video that came on my feed today. Listen, I did like the thing about Twitter is I love it and I hate it at the same time because me and Drew talk about it all the time. He'd be like, I can't even open my Twitter in public, all these goddamn people. I'm like, Well, who are you following? That's a fact. They be on here fucking showing everything. That um white couple was in a cave today. She had on a dildo strap on it, and that man was sucking away, honey. And somebody but high key, I appreciate the variety though. Yes, and somebody came and I guess they saw them and they was trying to run away and she still had the strap on running away. I'm just like, dog, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, what is going on? These people are living their best lives. I mean, some people like that shit. And that's cool. Yeah. Well, she about. At least you're at a park. I mean, at least you're in a cave, not at like a, a park. Mm-hmm. Somebody could be raw dogging those- in parks, and I'd be like, wait a second. You mm-hmm. said, what's your song? Any new shows coming back on? 
Yes, the Great British mm. Bake Off. Oh, Anya it's loves here that. at the end of this month. What's what's happening at the end of the month? Insecure comeback at the end of the month. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm watch that. Oh, and y'all need to watch um, the Way Down documentary on HBO Max. The what documentary? The Way Down. Mm. What's that about? So it's about this lady, um, Gwen something. I forgot her last name. This is white chick from uh, Memphis, and in the late ninety, in the nineties, she was selling weight loss tapes and books and courses to people, but saying that God wants you to lose weight because your body is your temple. I'm so dead. if you listen to God to lose the weight, once you lose the weight, God gonna bless you. Mm-hmm. It's this whole big old thing. It's only three episodes. They're like an hour long. But this shit is interesting and I think you guys should watch it if you're in the, in the documentaries like that. Okay, I'll put mm-hmm. it on my way. And see, I be having to ask because people be saying, oh, well, you should watch it and then I watch it and then it's some old sick, twisted, mind-disturbing shit. Like, I don't want to see all that. <laughs> oh, my God. The other night, I had me a motherfucking dream. It wasn't last night. Last night's the dream. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, 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 sorry not to cut y'all off. Not to yeah. cut you off. Again, I need y'all to see Cocaine Cowboys on Netflix if you have not watched it. That's what I needed to find, and I couldn't remember what Casey said. Okay, Cocaine Cowboys. Yes. All Cocaine right. Cowboys Miami. Cocaine or the Miami cow or the my or Miami cocaine cowboys. I know it has cocaine cowboys in Miami in it. I just don't know the order. Yeah, I have to watch Behind Her Eyes too. Oh, I'm watching that now, girl. Behind her eyes, what is that on? It's on Netflix. Okay. That shit be taking me out. Well, it took me out because <laughs> I finished it already. Hit and Run is good. That's a good show. Hit and run. Yeah. Um, okay. What was I gonna say? So um, I had a weird ass dream the other night that my sliding door was in the front of the house and the driveway was mm-hmm. directly in front of the door, and I kept hearing things outside and I kept seeing random kids like walking up my driveway and raccoons, and I was mm. like, "What the fuck, y'all up in my shit?" And so I turned off the lights in the house. It was at nighttime, and then I go on my bed. And I hear like my sliding door moving, like kids coming in my house, like n- like kids getting into shit coming in my house. And mm-hmm. I knew it was kids because I already saw y'all in the front when y'all shouldn't be anywhere around the house. And I mm-hmm. yelled out to them, y'all better get out the house. But my voice wouldn't work. And I was like, nigga, I don't want to shoot no kids tonight. Mm-mm. Because I didn't want to get my gun. I was like trying to tell him to get out the house. I don't want to get my gun. And I had to wake myself up because I didn't want to experience that experience. Even though I felt, I, I knew in the dream it was a dream, I didn't want to have that on me. So I just woke myself up. And then I was up for like from like 3 to like 5 a.m. And I had to wake up at 7 to drop the girls off at Jack Hayes because I needed to go get a COVID test. Which they mm. tested my gag reflex early in the mm. morning without me having breakfast, and I thought they was gonna go up my nose. 
that girl said, stick your tongue out. And she went all the way in my in the back of my throat. You know, like when you give it head and you think like he good money, he about to pull out. But he keep mm-hmm. holding back in your throat. That's what the shit mm-hmm. was like. And I was like, okay, girl, what you running for? So <laughs> it was just like really abrasive. But I'm just like, well, shit. They don't prepare you for that. And she was just rude and ugh, I'm just like, it's too early for this. So um, that came back negative because you have to, if you're not COVID vac- vaccinated, you have to get a COVID test at least 72 hours before your surgery, which don't okay. make no sense because it even says on there negative, but you still could get COVID between the next 14 days. Mm-hmm. So you tested me now and me having surgery on Thursday ain't really going to mean shit. It's just dumb. This shit is dumb. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, that was weird. And then last night, it was like a real crazy-ass thunderstorm over this way. Yeah. Yep, I heard yeah. that. shit was loud as fuck. I thought one of these trees was going to fall. <laughs> it was raining all night last year. I mean, it was it was raining all night over here. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Right. Y'all got it. Yeah, it was, right. it was madness. <clears throat> But anyway, tomorrow's my Friday. I, I heard something about us having like a like a powers outage or some or something like that. Where? Where all the power is supposed to go out or something? It's oh, like, like a black, like a blackout. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody. I don't keeps. know how true it is, but I, because, I I just been hearing that from a lot of people because a lot of stories keep preparing for that shit, like. Um, you know, twenty-four hour meal saver that they selling and pushing at Walmart. Um, coolers, all of this extra shit, flashlights. Um, but I feel like Walmart always has that stuff this time of year. Facts. It's just like fear tactics, you know. Uh, My thing is like, yes, please be prepared, but don't turn your living room into like a storage. But you know, also, <laughs> okay. also we still in hurricane season, so. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. and they saw that stuff around hurricane season too. Yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah we still in hurricane season. That should be over until like November. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> yeah. I ain't got nothing else. Me either. Me either. I miss my son. Where he at? His uh, daddy? Where he at? Sweet. Oh, I'm, I'm done. Girl. You know, we are used to hearing him in the background. Right. I know. You think you're over there by his daddy house. Right. He's talking about he's sleeping. He's sleeping. I'm done with her. Nope, he's in his room. Sleep. Sound asleep. I just want him to wake up. And then you're going to be like, ooh, go back to sleep. Right. No. I put him to bed a little early just so I can have some quiet time now. Yeah. So, I proceed to go bed. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. Enjoy your night. All right. Good night. Bye. 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 I'll text y'all in the morning. All right. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. bye.